0: Shadow of the Evening Trees, episode 41. I'm Jen Von Ebers.
1: I'm David Von Ebers.
0: And welcome back to uh, our podcast.
1: After a long layoff.
0: We had a mini layoff.
1: We're back. We're rebooting.
0: <laughs> I know you guys missed us. So we had lots of um, questions. Are you guys coming back? Are you coming back? And so we're, for our fans, yes, we're coming back.
1: And we ignored the question. <laughs> no, we didn't ignore the questions. Well, the, we had to figure out what we wanted to do with it i guess
0: yeah and that's okay it's um you know we can change the format we can change what we talk about and topics and things like that so we just kind of um took a little hiatus and uh but we're gonna get back to it
1: we're rebooting oh, yeah. i already said that 2.0 um, 2.0 yeah there was uh there's a lot going on we haven't recorded since october
0: and it's now uh, February 19th, yeah, so yeah. a little um, a little break.
1: Happy President's Day. I hope everyone's being presidential.
0: Yes, we were lucky today. we had today off, both of us from work. So uh, we took full advantage and uh, we actually got a lot of stuff done today.
1: Well, you know, probably not compared to most people. <laughs> compared to what we would normally do. Compared to long. us, we did
0: amazing. Yeah, that's right,
1: that's a true story. <laughs> A true story.
0: So, since um, October, obviously, we've had the holidays, um, the new year, uh, many holidays, many holidays, as it turns out. And actually, our holidays um, went pretty smoothly this year. So, um, although shockingly, kind of, um, I was going to say, kind of dragged out because we had (laughs) Christmas Day with our immediate family. And then the following week, we had Christmas with David's family. And then the following week, or maybe even two weeks after that. No, I think it was the following, the following week. week we had my parent, my mom's side of the family. So three um, weeks in a row. Yeah, so we had three celebrations. Although I, it's uh, not
1: like we have to keep them separate.
0: That's true. It's
1: just that they, there's a lot of people in both families, so yes, it gets complicated.
0: It does get complicated, and then. Um, one of the gifts that i got for david for christmas we cashed in last night that's, that's, oh and well, no, literally actually cashed night,
1: in <laughs> actually night before last night really before because last. we don't know what day it is because yeah the holiday
0: and that's funny that i said cashed in because we saw a johnny cash tribute uh that's at true. genesee theater in waukegan so once that
1: waukegan illinois yeah because not illinois. everyone's in, that's in true. illinois
0: we've got a lot of international folks on here yeah uh <laughs> So then, once that evening was over, then I'm like, now Christmas is officially over because that's the last thing. <laughs>
1: that's true. That's mm-hmm. a true story. So why did we decide to get back to doing this?
0: Um, I think, <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm not. I'm not expressing doubts. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> Can we keep it up? <laughs>
1: Can we keep it up? Well, part of it was to say that, F the haters, but that's you true. Know, but that that's not that's not the main.
0: But I kind of think, you know, it doesn't matter um, if people might have a different view or opinion of us or whatever, that it shouldn't prevent us from actually saying what we want to say and not feel like we have to uh, censor ourselves or be different than who we are just to yeah. um, appeal other people you're, who are not so nice. You're
1: referring specifically to people who started giving me a lot of grief. Yes. Uh, in part because they discovered the the podcast and, and it... Resulted in a lot of uh, bizarre homophobic attacks on social media, from people who may not be in a position to cast stones, but we won't go into that.
0: And if those, I would have seen those people in person, I would have punched their lights out. (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, that's the funny thing. I mean, it's actually not funny. It's sad and pathetic, is that people will say all kinds of horrible things from behind either an anonymous account Mm -hmm. or. You know, they they just you know they feel safe from behind their keyboard, you know their their computer keyboard and and monitor. We used to refer to that back in the old days as keyboard warriors. You know, yes. their key the the fighting one hundred and first keyboarders. <laughs> uh, you know, people will call you all kinds of names and say all kinds of things. And now, of course, on a lot of social media platforms, it's gotten particularly bad because. Uh, a certain uh, person has kind of given uh, license to the worst people in the world on a certain platform that was formerly known as Twitter, and so those folks feel, you know, emboldened, and they run around calling everybody horrible names and that kind of stuff you'd never actually say to somebody face to face.
0: And it's like, how old are you that you're an adult and then you yeah. have to like put some bring somebody down like that? It's twenty twenty four. And there's gay people all over the world. So why are we still talking? Why are we still being mean? It's yeah. so insane.
1: Well, one person in particular who is a um, a history teacher. Well, uh, no, he's not a history teacher. He destroyed his own career by his own admission. He's a former history teacher who decided to launch this bizarre sort of Witch hunt against his own school district and his own school, claiming that they were teaching all kinds of radical things about race and and uh, gender and um, orientation, everything like that. The man is completely obsessed with those kinds of things, and you know, I guess he quit his job, but he essentially made himself unemployable, and I think he thought that he was basically going to be this. Sort of professional victim who could go around saying, "Well, oh, I got fired. I got fired for expressing my opinions. Poor me," and you know, people who have that sort of political point of view, we're going to bankroll him. And then he also, you know, had a, the dumb little blue check on on uh, what used to be known as Twitter, and so he can, you know, potentially make some revenue off of that. But it's all it's all very sad and pathetic. But that particular guy just became completely obsessed. Like he would go and find pictures of me and post them, uh, you know, just in a weird way. By the way, super straight thing to do.
0: Right. <laughs> find, exactly. Find, like find
1: pictures of another guy and post them obsessively, <laughs> <laughs> like day after day after day.
0: Exactly. That's that's. that's su- normal. <laughs> that's
1: super super hetero. But in any event, um, I have some theories on that topic, but I won't <laughs> I won't go into that because it's none of my business what he does behind closed doors.
0: Well, and we were just talking about this last night about how. Um, different platforms you have a different kind of audience and you know and what um used to be twitter and could be enjoyable and could be a connection still is a little bit you know for um some things but how much better other platforms are and um the communities can be so much nicer on other platforms and like what is the cost of protecting your peace When you're constantly reading and things that are insane or somebody's attacking you online and just bringing you down and everything, it's just like... Nobody needs to do that on um, a daily basis because it is going to affect you. Even when you turn off your computer, you're still going to think about it. Also, like we were talking about, you can mute a conversation, you can block people, but then you don't know what the continuation is because you can't see it. You know, and just trying to let that go and not, um, you know, just let it go.
1: Well, yeah, and that's the thing. So a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, messaged me uh it was probably a couple of weeks ago uh because i was sort of getting back and getting into a back and forth with this very strange individual this now former teacher who as i say by his own admission basically set his career on fire and flushed it down the toilet but in any event, um and a friend messaged me and said you know he said i don't i'm not gonna um police anybody's you know social media feed tell them what to say not what not to say but you know the more you engage with somebody who's got one of those blue checks the more likely it is that they're going to actually make some money off of it and it was a good point and uh it really kind of i mean i kind of it's like i knew that but when someone that you know well and who you kind of trust their judgment says to to you privately hey maybe this isn't the smartest thing to do then you really kind of think about it so i i kind of took that advice and uh stopped engaging with this weirdo yeah. altogether. and and then you know you get to the point where you think you're not gonna you're not gonna stop them from doing what they do. Like I this guy I haven't interacted with this person or looked at their uh, you know their their account in I don't know a couple of weeks. I'm sure he's continued to post all kinds of crazy things. He's continued to insult me. he's con- continued to post pictures of me or whatever the heck he does. Um, Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, the guy blocked me and then continued to do this, which is a particularly cowardly thing. I mean, you could block people for peace of mind. That's fine. I totally understand that. That, Sometimes that's the smartest thing you could do. But if you block someone and then you continue to, you know, go on and on and on about them, that's just cowardly, you know.
0: The thing is, if he's doing that to you, you know he's done that to other people. And if he can't get any rise out of you, he's going to move on to the next person right. and then be like, well, that didn't work. So who else can I harass?
1: And and I really do think it's what, what our friend had said to me in a message. I, I do think a part of his motivation is just to try to drive this engagement so that he... he know like I said he he blew up his own career so this is apparently what he does for a living now is he makes angry videos and posts them on Instagram or whatever he you know attacks people he insults people he calls them names Um, and you know the whole idea is to get you to go for the bait get in an argument go back and forth or whatever and yeah i fell for it you know i'm not going to pretend that i'm like super genius i guess i fell for it right but uh uh you know you live, you live and learn and this is part of my new i'm i'm my new thing is i'm going to age gracefully now
0: <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah
1: that's my new that's i my love new, it my new i love product. that for you <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: But it is true. It's like you, for people who want to be mean to other people on social media, those people have probably been bullied by somebody else and then they take it out on somebody else and they, so I always feel like if somebody wants to be like that, you know, I feel sorry for you, but you know, there's, um, other things that, um, matter more and, um, than trying to engage with them.
1: Right, and there's, and there's nothing, you know, there's no way to control it. Like, you can't actually, um, uh, there's nothing that you could say that would stop a person from continuing to do it. And now, on that particular social media platform in particular, um, and now it's like, you if you reported somebody let's say they use some vile term to describe you which this is what they do you know you report that and there was a time when that would actually be you know they 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 could get suspended they could get um you know maybe even taken you know blocked permanently taken off permanently um but that doesn't happen anymore now it's like um Twitter or whoever runs the show, they don't care about those things. So yeah. there's literally nothing you can do anymore.
0: But don't you think that's telling where you can't report somebody and have it immediately taken care of because there are so many millions of people yeah. who are doing that? It's like impossible for, you know, unless there's some automated thing where you can just like they can check it, you know, automated and then block somebody or right. take their thing down. So that's another telling thing. If there's that many people who are um, being mean to people, that they can't even stop it.
1: Yeah, I I think that's true. But I also think too that like the the standards have changed a lot because the guy who runs the show, you know, over there, posts some particularly vile stuff in his own right. You know, he's he's constantly attacking minority groups. He he uses you know he the. He attacks things like diversity, equity, and inclusion, but in the process of doing that he, you know, he makes gross and bigoted, frankly, assumptions about immigrants, about black people, about women, about, you know, this whole thing of uh, this, this favorite, I guess, theme of theirs is when they attack diversity programs they they immediately say that you know if you're promoting black people those black people are are unqualified if you're promoting this group or that group they're unqualified well that's you know obviously inherently racist if you see someone who's a black airline pilot and you immediately assume that they're unqualified well guess what you're a racist you know yeah I mean, it's really not that complicated so he, the guy at the top is really you know He's Unhinged. Well, he is, I think. But he's also really engaging people who are pretty vile, um, and he's repeating things that are clearly prejudiced. So then you go and say this person, you try to report somebody for using bigoted language or attacking someone on the basis of their orientation or their identity or whatever. The people in charge either don't care or their boss doesn't care, and so they're not going to... You know, you look at the rules, they seem to be the same rules that have always existed on Twitter, but they're not going to enforce them in those situations. So.
0: Well, and that's the other thing, too, about him being at the top is then people who are attracted to that type of person will come in droves, you know, so yeah. then you really see the demographic of, you know, yeah. th- that platform. That's it's really true. So I just want to say um, I'm proud of you for. Uh, Recognizing uh, that that's not a good headspace to be in all the time, <laughs> and the aging gracefully. <laughs> We're getting matching T-shirts. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. F the haters. We're aging gracefully. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but I mean, I also think it's like not fair for people who enjoy, you know, you like recently you've met people who have like the same musical instrument. Um, interest is you, things yeah. in common. Um, you talked to somebody who had been at the same concert for Bruce Springsteen in Dublin. I mean, where would you be able to do that right. other than social media? You know, so just right. being able to meet so many people outside of your um, town in other countries uh, that's the good part about it. Um,
1: yeah, I mean that's that's really true um, and and there are these other we've talked in the past about these other program uh, um, platforms that have come up in the meantime like blue sky which is uh, the guy who started Twitter Jack uh, D- uh, Dorsey Jack I think Dorsey so. a blanket on his name started this blue sky thing um, and and some people that I've know through other social media platforms are on blue sky there's also threads which is Kind of an offshoot of of um, Instagram, which of course makes it easy to set up if you have an Instagram account. Yes, you know it's easy to set up a Threads account. So, but now you know a lot of the people that I followed over the years are more dispersed because they're on these different platforms. Um, so you know you can jump back and forth from one to the other, but it's it becomes more time consuming. But like you're saying, like just the other day. And part of it was because I kind of took this approach of of not getting involved in arguments with people on Twitter. Um, I happen there, this um, I, I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast. There's a Canadian um, uh, radio personality slash PR guy named Eric Alper, and he'll post a lot of just a lot of questions on different social media platforms. And one of them the other day was. Um, have you ever been to a concert where you were, you know, I, this isn't a direct quote, but along the lines of you were more impressed with the opening act than the headline or whatever. And I always come back to the same thing because I still to this day remember seeing the police when I was in college. And they put on a great show, but the opening act was Joan Jett. And I was somewhat familiar with her music because she had a couple of videos on MTV. right? But it was a phenomenal set and very very loud (laughs) but really great and I always think of that like that I you know I didn't I didn't have much of an opinion one way or the other about her music and I saw her live and the band was great and she was great and everything like that I've been a, a fan ever since so I responded you know Seeing the uh, Joan Jett open for the police in 1982 in Champaign when I was in college, and someone, you know, someone that I followed before and who follows me, but I hadn't interacted with a whole lot, said, "Oh, I was at that show." <laughs> and then we had this whole conversation about different, we, that same guy was at the Ramon show I saw at, also at, in college at the University of Illinois. <clears throat> Pardon me. And then there was another one where, there, like you mentioned, there was mm-hmm. a guy who, who was a Spring, has a kind of like a Springsteen fan account, and I knew that he was from Ireland, but we got into a similar kind of conversation because he had been at the same Bruce Springsteen show that that we were at in, in um Dublin uh, last May, and I guess we should probably mention we're going back to Dublin to see Bruce again. We just booked it. This coming May. Yeah.
0: So we, uh, I kind of thought like after the whole European tour coming back to the US. That Bruce Springsteen was just gonna be like, I'm gonna take a year off, and like or a couple of years off. You don't really know when you're, he's gonna to be touring again. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, um, not that he's like super old, but I mean, there's only so much stamina a person can have Any doing person. that kind yeah. of thing, uh, show after show after show. So. When we found out, then he was like starting the European tour again. We're like, what are you talking about? We saw him at the RDS Arena, which is a little bit smaller. This one is going to be at Croke Park, which is more of like a big stadium, I guess you could say, um, kind of thing. I don't think... uh, it's going to be amazing. Um, but one thing I'm excited about for this um, thing is we actually have seats. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It means so. we won't be as close
1: to the stage as we were at the last one. <laughs> we won't be one, as close to the stage. Which but, was But um, we
0: can, A, get up and use the bathroom. No, we can come back to our seat. We can have a drink and no come back um, to our seat. Because that was the biggest, not fear, but once we were all ensconced where we were in such an amazing um, closeness to the stage last year, we felt like okay, we can't, we can't, we can't move from here. We didn't um, the whole concert, which um, thankfully because we already decided at the beginning of the show like if one of us had to use the bathroom, we're going together because we would never yeah, have been have able to find separate. each other again, which would have been sad. Our cat Gordy just joined us. Yeah, we have uh, a special um, guest on hopefully, the set.
1: <laughs> hopefully she won't uh, won't mess anything up. <laughs> Don't step on the keyboard. That's for scratching your ear.
0: Yeah, Courtney. <laughs> 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 <Quirky. laughs> she always has to know what go, what's going on. Um, she has so, a
1: special affinity for being on on desks and looking at computer uh, computer screens.
0: And so we do have a tip for getting international tickets, which we thought we had solved last year, and apparently not. So we had to stay up till two o'clock in the morning. So as soon as they went on sale in Ireland um, time at eight a.m. We were in the line for Q at Ticketmaster. Last year, we made the mistake of using our debit card. Chase, because it's the middle of the night, it said blocked it. And then we had to use our credit card. It went through. So this year, we're like, we're using our credit card and everything. We're ready. And the tickets came up and then it got declined because it thought it was fraud. So it was just like, I guess you have to call ahead and say, I'm getting concert tickets.
1: (laughs) And we literally, we literally called the 800 number on the you know the back of the card middle of the night and the middle of the night and talk to someone in customer service and she set it up for us so that we could complete the transaction which you know I partly it was I suppose the time of day cuz we could get right through we around hold for about 10 seconds yeah um, but that was a little surprise and it
0: is very very nerve-wracking because the the tick the clock is ticking you know as yeah. you're in the queue and you only have so much time to complete the insert information before it's like you have to get back in the queue or something so um crisis averted we yeah, have our tickets it
1: all worked out and, and yeah and i think you know this is a much bigger venue croak park play holds when they do a concert and they have people on the field this is a stadium where they play like um, gaelic football and some of the bigger sports and stuff like that so think of it as like kind of like an nfl arena in the united states um and when there's a A concert and they allow people in the field. um, It can hold like eighty-two thousand people. Yeah, it's going to be
0: insane. I'm just saying. um, I don't even know how many shows he's doing in um, Dublin.
1: uh, He's well initially just the one. It was so he's going to play in Cork. He's going to play in Kilkenny, and then Dublin. You know, a few days apart each show. And we couldn't do the earlier two shows because it was too close to when our youngest graduates from college. Um, but the third show Which is the Dublin show Was later Of
0: course I am on It immediately went to StubHub So it's not showing available Because they're sold out um,
1: Also That's from last year Isn't it? Oh no That's in Oh no that's that, in, uh-huh.
0: Oh that's right By the way
1: He's also I just saw that on your screen He's also playing in Belfast and in, in Ulster So that's kind of interesting
0: And Cardiff In the UK And then also um, um, Marseille In France uh, yeah. Prague Milan uh Madrid uh but we kind of feel like we um even though this will be our third year going to Ireland we still haven't seen everything that we wanted to so this year we're doing it a little bit differently the first year we stayed in Dublin the whole time last year we went to Sligo North Ireland northern part of Ireland like three hours from Dublin and then this year we're going back to Dublin for the concert of course but then we're going south to Cork so yeah. um super excited yeah. about that.
1: And Cork is the second Lar or Cork City is the second largest um, city in Ireland. So it it's not as big as Dublin but it'll be interesting to see. Um I have to admit I'd be very curious to go up to Belfast. Never been to Ulster before and uh um, so at some point that would be an interesting thing to do but we do have to go other places yes <laughs> we do have a, and the thing I suppose one thing you could always do if you were going to, to, to Belfast or to any place in Ulster is you know combine it with a trip to London or something like that go to London first or whatever it might be
0: do you um, know it is um, what excursion you can take from Dublin which you may not know about I didn't know the Isle of Man
1: Oh, that would be cool.
0: It's like a two-hour boat tr- trip, but that, that's, that's just like a, its own little island. Yeah,
1: that's where they have the cats without tails.
0: <laughs> Do they really?
1: Well, Manx cats. Oh, yeah, that's don't, right. <laughs> don't have tails.
0: Yeah. Um, I just happened to see that. I they mean, probably I have wasn't other cats there too. Very familiar with it, but I told you, I forgot to tell you. I looked it up because I was trying to just look at the country again. Because when you when you see Ireland on a map, it looks pretty big it's about the same size as the Illinois. Yeah, so that's, it's that's, very small. small um, so it'd be like us driving from Chicago to Champaign to see our daughter would be from yeah. Dublin to Cork. Right. And, um, but, uh, then I was, I was zooming in the map. I was like, "What's Isle of man? And it's like, you could take an excursion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting. we'll do some different things. Uh, they, there's a giant park called Phoenix Park in Dublin. We were just talking about that the other day. Really yes. more like um, you know almost like a kind of a national forest or a um, forest preserve or whatever, but it, it, not just like a park park, but um, that's something we might check out. yes, and we'll have to we'll post lots of pictures and stuff like that.
0: And um, in years past, we've brought good weather with us That's and have true. not been um, succumbed to rainy um, weather. And since it's pretty much the same time of year as we've gone before, um, I have no doubt that it's going to be fantastic.
1: And my my theory is, if we go five years in a row, they'll just make us citizens. They'll just say, "All right, you're." We
0: can show them our ancestry DNA. We we both have Irish. That's true. Um, you have more than I do, but uh, it still counts. Well, so. we
1: can't all be perfect. <laughs> But uh, uh, just kidding. Yeah.
0: So if you are listening to this and you've been to Cork uh, or other places in Dublin, um, let us know what your favorite um, things to do there um, as we yeah. make our itinerary. yeah, We're very um, casual when we travel and yeah. we um, it always seems to work out, but we kind of just let the day see what it's going to take us kind of thing. And yeah. uh, it always seems to work out. So that's that exciting. Is a true
1: story. So just one thing I want to recap quickly mm-hmm. is, is um, so we talked about the whole social, social media nonsense. And so I kind of developed new, we were talking about this last night, new kind of rules about how to deal with things on social media. And, um, and I don't like, like my friend said or our friend said when he sent me the message, I don't police what other people do. You can do whatever you want on social media. Um, and, you know, just whatever makes sense for you is fine. But my, what I've kind of come up with, and I, this isn't really unique to me, other people say the same thing, is number one, I don't argue with anybody anymore. If I post something, you know, I'll, I'll say whatever I want to say, um, although I'm much less political now, I suppose, than I've been in the past. But I'll say what I want to say. If someone takes issue with it, I ignore them, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. I mean, if it was someone that I knew, and they you know there was a good faith thing where they said you know i here's here's why i disagree with you whatever
0: different story that's a
1: different story because you can have that conversation you know at a bar or over the dinner table with family or whatever that that's not that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the people who yell and scream and come at you and call you all kinds of things i ignore those people i don't have anything to do with them so i either you know if it's if it's a one-time thing i just ignore it if they come at you multiple times you can always mute them of course you can block them and then they can't see what you post in the future um or the other thing is there's a function on twitter where you can leave a conversation so if a whole bunch of people are coming at you sideways and you just don't want to see all of those uh comments in 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 your in your mentions you can leave the conversation they can go yell and scream without you. Right. And you don't have to do deal with it. The other thing is is if you are inclined to comment on something that a blue check person says, provide I mean assuming it's someone that you disagree with. If you agree with them and you want to engage with them, fine, cuz if they make money off of it or whatever, who cares, right? But if you disagree with them, you can always just take a screenshot. Post a screenshot and and post your comment along with the with the screenshot. And I've done that. Um, I do make an effort now to kind of get away from some of that. I might post one or two things that relate to politics in a given day. The rest of the time, if I post anything, it's going to be a picture of the cats or something about a concert that I went to, right. or you know, something about Ireland or whatever. I mean, I had this is hilarious. I had one guy who was so bent out of shape over something, and I said he went back and he looked at my things that I had said, and he he made some bizarre comment he was he was offended by the fact that i had posted pictures of us like my profile picture is is Correct. the two of us and you know when we were in ireland we took pictures together whatever posted them um things like that or at thanksgiving we took a picture together some stuff like a that. a
0: beautiful picture he
1: was mad he thought there was something like you know, weird about posting a picture with my spouse, which strikes me as a very strange thing to criticize about. And the other thing was, in a couple of pictures, I think they were pictures of the both of us, I happened to be wearing a University of Illinois hat. Uh, like, we took a couple of pictures when we went to the Springsteen concert right. and I wore a hat because we were concerned about rain, whatever. And so I, I think he thought I was showing off because <laughs> I had my University of Illinois hat. Of course, part of it, too, is You know, I went there, but so our daughter is still there. Right. So I don't know. I just thought that was really. There's no point in engaging people like this.
0: No, it's a no win situation, and it's like hitting a brick wall because you're. It's like trying to convince somebody who's on the um, other side of politics. They think they're right. You think they're right, and so that's it. Yeah. There's never. Can't but that, do it.
1: I will say that one particular person I did ignore. I laughed about it to myself, and I ignored it. Yeah. But um, but I mean, it's just the kind of like strange, deranged people that you'll encounter. Is, and so th- those are my things. Don't you know? Say whatever you want to say. Don't be afraid to speak your mind. Mm-hmm. Although I personally think it's also a good idea if you're inclined to say, talk about politics and social issues, also mix it up and talk about TV shows that you watch and music and you know what, or engage with the people you know and you like. Someone posts something that you're interested in, comment about that and get, have a pleasant and back a healthy, and forth. And that's a healthy, yeah. That's a healthy thing, right? right. Um, if, if, if you post something that they don't like, ignore it, block mute, leave the conversation do whatever you have because you're not going to change their mind and again other people feel differently other people want to engage go with god exactly but i'm just telling you how i approach it now and how i think and i have not this is the exact opposite of the way i've approached it over the years right so i'm not trying to pretend like i'm some kind of yeah zen exactly (laughs) guru kind of person but this is these are the things you know mix it up. Don't always talk about social issues. If someone has given you a hard time and they, and they are obsessed with you, like has happened to me, the best thing to do is when I say ignore it, I mean like don't even go, not, not only just don't comment on it or don't engage or argue, but also don't even go look at what they post. Right. Right. Because, you know, of course, for a period of time, they're probably going to realize, oh, I can get away with saying anything about this person. So they'll go, they'll be even more aggressive about it. But eventually, with the lack of engagement, it's of no value. Yeah.
0: To them. It's like a fire that dwindles. So yeah. that you've just put out the fire. So, so new year. Those you, are my rules. New 2024, 20, yeah.
1: aging gracefully. Ace, aging gracefully. Those are our new hashtags. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week. And uh, you can uh, listen to us. Wherever you enjoy listening to your podcasts.
1: Good night, everybody. Good night,
0: everybody.